Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Hello. Here we are. Happy Happy Easter. How was your Easter and how was the rest of Lent and how are you feeling? What's, What's up? What's new? I would love to hear if this is kind of like parallel for you, but yeah, just, I've had so many revelations about my own self, um, this spring that I think have been eye opening. you know, some beautiful, some hard. Um, but just like, yeah, I feel like I'm growing in my motherhood and in myself so much. And it just makes me think like, Oh, I think the seasons might do that to us. Ah, I love that. It's, it's so true. Spring is so beautiful, especially on the East Coast. It's really ugly where I come from. And so it's been so nice to see the flowers blooming. And that word bloom, B, we talked about offline a couple of days ago and how truly it's, it's wild how we never stop growing and learning as we say, wow, I have so much more to go. And it's really freeing, which is great because my word for the year is freedom. And like you said, it's nice to see the progress of like, I was here, but now I'm making steps to be closer to who God is calling me to be um, before he takes me home. And it's just, it really is. It takes the pressure off of, um, I got to figure it out now by the time I'm this age, got to have all these things. It's like, no, this is going to be a life. Life's work is just growing and And that's why the seasons are so beautiful. Like you said, winter is hard and tough and we really work through it. We have Lent during that time and then we get to celebrate Um, after all of those days of, you know, dying to self, even if you didn't give anything up, even if you didn't do anything nutty, it's still hard because we're all in hard, we're all doing hard things. I mean, that's, that's life right? Like no one's immune, but, and so then Easter comes and we kind of can take a breath, but also be grateful for the lessons learned. And B and I were talking about both of us just recently with self-work that we're doing um, on our own and with just really cool people, just how illuminating it is to be able to put things to a name, especially because we work in the business of wounds and, and family history and friendship and community and, the body of Christ. And so we both were talking like we, we want to be our best of course. And as we work with these incredible women. And so it's just so refreshing to know that, you know, and it never does end if, but if we're doing God's will today, then that's, then that's what we, we need to be doing. That's all we need to be doing. Absolutely. And I, yeah, for this episode was, just like the beauty of accepting imperfection and like imperfection in ourselves, um, the need to like be this perfect version, super freeing, um, deep dive. And, you know, like Ken's alluded to, like, like I, I'm doing therapy right now. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not for anything monumental. It's really just like my own heart work and like, working on myself and what I could improve in myself. Um, and it's been very illuminating. And, um, and yeah, we talked about that, um, how like it, it is, we can't be telling someone else how to live 
and how to heal if like we're also not continuously healing. And so mm-hmm. I just, you know, anyone listening, I would just invite them into that, that there's, I have, I've experienced so much freedom recently in discovering myself more deeply. And I just think I just can't recommend it enough to anyone. <laughs> um, just to have word and to have someone just call out in a most loving but tough love, but also non-judgmental way. Someone who mm-hmm. sees things a way that we cannot, that our friends cannot, that our parents cannot, that no one can, but someone on the outside of a story. And just the way these therapists break down our own stories and, and they really listen. They really, really listen um, in such a way that is just, again, that word transformative. It's just, that's so beautiful, sis. Um, Will, you brought up perfection and I was talking to one of my friends about perfection recently. She is a type A perfectionist as well. And she had this big encounter um, recently that kind of changed her life. And one of the takeaways from our conversation was just doing God's will and that nothing actually, nothing matters. No thing we get worked up about, um, even if it feels like the most painful thing that could happen to us. And yes, there are so many painful things happening to people right now. And I sob over it. It just breaks me knowing what some of my friends went through this past year, but everything he works for you and for everyone and our, our friendships and our prayer life and the body of Christ works together and we are all interconnected. And so if something doesn't go your way as a recovering perfectionist, I'll just call myself that or a recovering, like don't sweat the small, I sweat the small stuff all the time. As someone who's working on not sweating the small stuff, like nothing matters. And when, when I mean that one of the examples given was when a cup falls, like when your toddler drops a glass and milk falls everywhere, how many of us hell I'm talking to myself freak out and like why did you do that like what the heck right why do you have to make a mess we're fighting gravity like we are actually fighting like this thing that is so natural because gravity is just acting in accordance with nature and so it's the same it's the same with God's will like whatever happens if we are earnestly seeking him like we say then we cannot get mad we we have to accept because he knows what is best for us today right. in this, even in the pain. And so yeah. I've been really sitting with that. So it's like what you're saying with the perfection, like there's no need to be perfect because you're just trying to follow him. Like right. he'll work that out. Yeah. So, and it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't ruin my whole day, you know, or it doesn't right. make me snap at my kids, you know? And I think that mm-hmm. that is something that you know, I'm working on is just like having a lightness towards every in our wounds. And so it, it's definitely felt like a really good transformative season. Um, and yeah, just like a lot of change. Johnny just graduated. So we're, we're excited oh. for you to have like more family time, um, like see a summer in my mind where it's will be that's so incredible, like, and acknowledging the gift that is given like that everything's a gift who said that St. Trust said that like everything is a gift and and here you're seeing the gift of the last two years you guys went through like which was not easy like he had to travel you had to solo mom so often and you both were working and maintaining a home and then now there is a gift at the end of like yay summer's here and we can 
do what we whatever we want like that probably feels so incredible Uh, so I love that um, yeah I'm, I'm definitely excited to like not be so busy and I think that that's also a refinement of like okay, like what is the cadence that works for our family? What is the, you know, routines that Mm -hmm. work for our family and how can we adjust? Um, So yeah, I'm definitely taking a step back from some things in order to allow more time for other things. Yeah. Good things. That's all. And like the clarity too. And I think that it maybe that comes with age and just, or just like the work that we've been both in for so long now there's nothing better than the gift of clarity and to be able to see mm-hmm. clearly like mm-hmm. okay stepping into this season so how is that gonna look well I may not be on my phone as much because I'm gonna have four children and I want to pour into them or mm-hmm. I uh, may step back from work for a little bit because my kids and I want to explore whatever or I have this other venture I'm doing like you know we're preparing for another retreat in October so we're timing that out but it's like so much clearer um in this time in life which is like honestly it makes me want to cry because I think so often in our lives as we're growing and searching and seeking out like what's the next thing Mm -hmm. grasping like grasping so much yes. like, you don't have to grasp at all actually your will is no. written right in front of you and yeah. such a blessing um to accept it and mm-hmm. to run with it and mm-hmm. so yeah we're yeah we're similar because yeah just newness like you said Johnny's graduating in a week Colin just started his new role and his job and they just new it's all new this whole summer is going to be new and yeah a new baby coming and so with that it's like my permission is just to be present. Like yeah. that's the permission that I have. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, that's we're so beautiful though. Yeah. So it's, it's so- I feel like you've been very good sis at always embracing new seasons with like a lot of grace. Whereas I think that it, that is definitely a gift because I feel like a lot of people can fight their season and be like, well, no, like, even though there's babies coming, like, I'm going to do whatever I want, or I'm going to do all these things. But I think there is a huge gift in saying like, nope, like, these babies are coming, and I got to protect my peace. And the Mm -hmm. way I protect my peace is X, Y, and Z. And I think that that it's funny, because we went out to dinner with um, this couple who just had their first baby. And um, And so, and you don't always hear this wisdom from a new mom, but I was talking to her and she was sharing with me how it's been going. Their baby's six weeks old and, mm-hmm. um, and he's like not sleeping great. Obviously there's a lot, everybody right. probably experiences that is at six weeks. <laughs> um, but she was like, yeah. And she's definitely more on the like, uh, achiever side of things like works. Mm-hmm. In, she's a, she's basically a doctor. She's a PA. And she was like, um, Yeah, I just decided that I was not going to sustain this new way of life until I set small, achievable goals for myself every day. Because if I had my old mindset of what I used to do every day, I was getting really like at a bad place. And she was like, I'm talking like, like getting the wrap and the baby and going for a walk. Like, she's like, that gave me a sense of achievement that like, this is a new season. I was able to do this one task and do it okay. And I was like, girl, you wow. are 
I was just like, Killing it yes. Together. That's that's really incredible. Wow. I was like, my goal is like like breastfeed and not cry. And I was just like, yes, like good, 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 good. That's because huge. I think that's every. Oh, yeah. I think it is the the finding a good life and a happy life and just a chill life and what brings peace in your home is not that is everything like you posted a clip from a Matthew McConaughey podcast interview and when I watched it I kind of I I was like oh that's like I love Jenna Kutcher it was a conversation with her and so I went back and listened to the whole thing and I was like oh my gosh he has had this enlightenment as an actor a big time actor Right? Like, he, even with fame and wealth, that ultimately he is only going to be happy in his heart if his marriage and his family are at peace. And, like, I think that's so profound when you see a, a, someone of his level say that. Oh my because you, you realize, like, the stirrings of the heart um, abound in all of us. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how whatever, like... We all, at the end of the day, are searching for peace. But he basically said, I had this huge realization. He talked to this one guy about how um, he kept feeling this this thing on his heart that said, do not take these movies. Do not take these movies. Kind of like they're beneath you or they don't match your values. And he said people started talking in Hollywood. Like, why is McConaughey turning all this work down? And in his heart of hearts, he was like, I don't want to be a comedian anymore. Like, that's not who I want to be. Like that got me in the door, but I, I, there's more to me than just laughter. And that's when he got true detective. And so, you know, I get chills like talking about it because he didn't use these terms, but he was basically following the promptings of the Holy spirit that were telling him don't take these things because they are not bringing you joy. And then at the end of two years, he said he almost broke, like he was offered $14 million on a movie. It was, it was like a shallow comedy and he almost took it. And his wife went back to him and said, but remember what you said, like, you don't want that anymore. And then at the end of that two years, he got true detective, which he opens up and says like this, that was everything. Like that was a role that I wanted. Like that was, you know, mm-hmm. and I just thought like, he doesn't realize that like he was listening to the Holy spirit, you know? And I just felt like it was something that you and I always talk about, especially with like careers and dreams mm-hmm. and, and family and how do you manage, how do you um, honor all of those things in your heart? Because God obviously gave you dreams but he mm-hmm. also gives you, when he gives you a family, it's this whole other dream. Oh my gosh. I mean, that could be 17. We could have a series on just that alone because I know, we sis, have been I, 15 I'm, years, you and I. I'm sorry. Is he our best friend? Like, like, are <sighs> we, why did we never work for him? Like, <laughs> I was just asking myself that. Why weren't we with him? Um, I and I love True Detail. That is, there's so much to what you just said, what you said, and then what you were sharing, what he said. And one of those things is that God always provides. Like he always, always provides. He never forgets you. Like, and if you are doing what you were supposed to be doing, and again, back to, I already said this, but like, we all know our will. It's right in front of us. Like, and I think I didn't know for so long. And so that's why I can say it so, so bluntly because I was one to just look around constantly, but it's right in front of our eyes. And so I think that's so stunning that you like put the Holy Spirit with it and just his progression. 
because he had to deny like how that's not easy again and again and again but yeah god blessed it i know and it and it spoke to me because i think a lot of times like I can get into this rat race of like, oh, I've been offered this opportunity, obviously not a movie like Matthew McConaughey, but on a bigger scale, that was such a roadmap to me of like, you don't have to say yes to everything, you know, like, right. You like, if it doesn't align with, or it steals your piece, like you got to work that muscle of like that, Mm. um, the word discipline to your way of life and to be disciplined. Mm -hmm protecting your peace so anyways that's a long way of saying i think you're good at that sis (laughs) that's so nice too because i like there's something it's so hard to like are you kidding you and i are go-getters like achievers and we love we miss that world all the time do we not like are you kidding i love it but there's such a part of me that has to constantly reject the lie that will will never I'll never do that again, or I'll never make people yeah. happy, and I'll never be on the stage again. And someone that just came to mind is our dear friend, Mary Lenneberg, who mm-hmm. lived the quiet life for yeah. 20, 22 years, sis. How, how old was she? Uh, Courtney, 25 years. A long a quiet, hidden life. And she'll say this to anybody. No one knew her. No one knew what she wanted to do. No one, you know, mm-hmm. and she's written almost three books now, and all after she did his will and but to your also to your point there's a balance there is a balance I do think that you can do you know both um and so and you're really good at that like still being creative and a creative friend said this to me who's friends with Natalie um who's in that world but she watches us she listens to our podcast um she's known me since I was 18 and she knows B and she said to me um it's really awesome that you guys still are creating in the season you're in because mm-hmm. you're never that go. And so I think there's something beautiful about that. And it goes back to the perfection piece of not like just throwing everything to the wayside to look perfect, but just dappling here and there, but always coming back to the present. Like, God, do you still want this for me? Do you? Yes. And asking him that and, and keeping these things alive, but it not being the front runner. Like, right. you know front runners are right now we have three babies both of us exactly <laughs> and our marriage and uh so that is so beautiful um, I think that's also a sign from God of like mm-hmm. I, I want you to keep doing this like this is bringing you joy it's bringing other people joy and it's bringing people yeah. to you guys um whereas if there's something that's like draining you or stealing mm-hmm. that piece I also think that's a nudge from the Holy Spirit to be more open to adapting like I, I was just venting to Ken's offline about like a professional experience I had where like things were not going the way they should or like conversations came up mm-hmm. and instead of adapting, there were a few folks in the mix who I noticed like it was not an easy conversation for them. Like they were very dead set on the one way and like, and mm-hmm. I left the conversation thinking, wow, like I could tell there's a lot of growth that has happened in me that that didn't bother me. Right. And I think mother, motherhood is to thank for that because these people don't have that experience. And I think the gift that we are given as mothers and parents is you have to quickly adapt. You can't hold on to the original plan of the start of your day. Yeah. And right. Like it's changing every minute. And so I think that is this superpower that we have and that we can um, harness that 
to also use for creative pursuits Mm -hmm. for things outside our children too. But it's this gift that I think that we are given. So I think that's so true. Yeah. It's just like a mindset thing too of like, okay, yes, we're in hard seasons, but God has also gifted us with these like tools during this hard season that are making us more professional. They're making us better friends or better spouses. So, yeah. Yeah. And that really points to like the importance, which we've talked about before of um, surrounding yourselves recently, just, I've been giving this advice as only because out of my own um, learned my just my own experiences and one of the pieces of advice is like hanging out with older wiser people than you so like it's funny when you were talking about the growth that both of us have had of like oh I would have flipped if some if a day didn't go my way seven years ago um in my mind ridiculous and now I gosh I can't tell you how many things didn't go my way today already you know I was in my pajamas till noon with Stella because she was so fussy and it was just a hard morning and, you know, and no, we didn't leave the house. Like it was one of those, but my point is I remember being a brand new mom and being around my mom friend who had six kids. And I was like, how do you like, what, how are you so chill? And she's like, oh, I I actually don't have time to care about (laughs) anyone's opinion or anything and and all I can do is be the best and everything is strive to be the best that I can be in everything that God throws at me and no no none of it matters and I think things used to matter so much and so I think something to sit with is like whatever season we're in is always kind of looking at the ones who are a little older and wiser because they have so yes. much knowledge for sure oh my gosh I I don't know I'm on your page right now so much because I've recently <laughs> been like seeking those women out I can't explain it I'm like okay I got love for the moms that have one baby but I'm also like I need a road yeah but I need like (laughs) I also need some guidance right now so um, yeah yeah, I've noticed too that like a shared trait of a lot of those women are like they don't give a shit (laughs) my kids will be doing something crazy and they're like I I'm not bothered why didn't even notice bothered yep but I think it's because of this humility that you have the crazier life gets, you you are forced into a humility of like, well, I, I can't sustain worrying about all of this. So I'm probably just going to have to chill at this point. And if I could teach myself that so much earlier on, be too, like if anyone, thing, it's like, please be humble. Like if I could go back to her and just say, Mackenzie, just be humble, like, and, and grateful and humble and grateful every day, like just that that's it that is really it and love like that's it so yeah yeah but life he's constantly refining us constantly and right when you think you've hit a good spot it's like whoa 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 sister you got some things like wait a second yeah but I think it's so great um because you know I think just having that aspect of like okay like I'm gonna dig into this part of me that like I feel like needs some attention and having that humility to say that. Um, And I think that that's what we strive for in our podcast and also our retreats. And so anyone listening who is like, I've always been interested in what these gals are up to. um, That's kind of, I don't even want to say our brand because I don't want to diminish it to a brand. It's a way of life. (laughs) Way of life. But, um, But yeah, like if you are interested in a retreat, 
that is very different than anything you've probably experienced, especially in the Catholic Christian space. Um, I would just say keep keep your eyes and ears peeled for when we mm-hmm. post the location and post the date for the fall retreat because um, we're just really excited to see what unfolds because something special always happens at them. It's so true. And two things I want to say. One of our friends who went on the retreat, Catherine, she said, Mackenzie, I feel like be careful, you and B, those are, that one's going to sell out so fast because you're only doing one a year. So truly you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> keep your eyes filled because it is a very limited space and we don't have three this year. We've done three a year before and that yeah. is not this time. And so it's going to be so powerful, so epic and so transformative that we want everyone to be there. Obviously not all of you can be. And so, you know, God will bring the right people, but really hop on it if you can, if you know, if you feel the stirring, like Bridget said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, Easter's funny that we're kind of heading into that summer um, grind or summer fun. Um, and in our spiritual life, be feel like, cause I need to think about it, but it just came to me like, what do you, what's some advice? What's a piece of advice you could give someone who wants to grow in their faith or wants to come closer to mm-hmm. their full selves or, knowing what God calls for, um, knowing their calling, um, their God-given calling or, um, what's next for them, all this stuff. Like we don't have something on the calendar per se, like Lent or, or Advent or Christmas or a holiday. It's now summer, but mm-hmm. we never stop learning. Is there something that you it could be anything, a spiritual exercise or whatever, anything that mm-hmm. you're like, start here? Because I have a feeling after this conversation, since there was so much about this, yeah. that people are like, well, where, where do we, where do I go? What would you mm-hmm. say? That's a really, really good question. Um, I think that one thing that it kind of goes actually with the theme of everything we just talked about, um, if I could go back and, and I guess have like maybe done things a little bit differently, I would have started listening to the whispers that I heard in certain areas of my life and acknowledged those whispers as the Holy Spirit and, and started to really dig into that question. So for example, Um, let's say you feel overwhelmed with something in your life, whether Mm -hmm. it's like a job or, you know, something that is personal that you've been struggling with, like a wound of some sort. I think instead of burying it, burying it, burying it and carry on, carrying on with your everyday tasks, I would start to slowly ask yourself when those questions or the whisper bubbles up, okay, Lord, why? Okay. I acknowledge that, that that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you keep bringing that up for me? Okay, do I need to seek out talking to someone about that? Or do I just need to continue to press into this with prayer? Or do I need to start like out loud talking about it to friends to kind of see how did they navigate that? Um, Because one thing I noticed, because I recently had a really profound conversation with a family member, which led to like this beautiful podcast, I think what I'm realizing is the Holy Spirit plants little breadcrumbs in different conversations that lead you to your ultimate realization of what God wants for you in that, in that answer. But I think because we are such a fast food culture, mm-hmm. we, we want the answer immediately. And so we, we immediately get a stressor like this job is too much or this lifestyle is too much to to live, or I think my family needs to move, but I'm too afraid Mm -hmm. to make the change. 
I think it's like slowly honoring those little things and kind of documenting like, okay, how many times is this coming up for me? Okay. The Lord really wants me to answer this question, but he's very tender. He's not going to beat your door. He, it's always going to be a little tiny nudge in a conversation Mm. with someone or a nudge in a prayer or something Mm. like that. And then as you start to see the pattern of whatever that is coming up, I think starting to really ask yourself like, okay, what is the answer that you are wanting me to discover about myself in this? Um, and leaning into that answer. And I think that you're ultimately going to find the peace the more you um, expose yourself to what is that thing. And it goes back to the Matthew McConaughey thing we talked about. Mm -hmm. He turned down two years of work until he was like, no, not until my soul feels right. Not until this is the right thing. And I think that was such a great example to all of us of like, staying true to a whisper because Mm. even if he didn't put spiritual words to it like that was god you know and that led him to a deeper peace with his family more family time a better movie opportunity that was more aligned with what he wanted to work on and not something silly that he was just doing for a money grab and so i think our ultimate fulfillment comes with god's will but we first have to listen to, to know that will and to know we're not making decisions on our own, but we're doing it with him. That was that beautiful. Was- oh my gosh. And yeah. Just looking for those themes in your life. I think that that's the word that was so profound. What about you, sis? Is there any ch- tangibles? I don't know if there was like a tangible in there, but is there like a tangible prayer people can pray or like well, a novena or something? That's so tangible because it makes people feel um, that'll help people in their prayer life and in their present moment, like what, like just to actually reflect on, I think that was so well said, like actually look into yourself and I'll just add on to it because I don't think I can give anything else. Like just constantly um, pressing in to those comforts and discomforts Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and asking why and sitting in them. I think for so many of our lives and, you know, our twenties or, teen years we just avoid and avoid or run yeah and instead of like sitting, sitting with it, it. yeah yeah and saying there is a wound there and accepting it yeah I have a rejection wound okay yeah. so the, the thing this person said to me hurt me deeper than it should yes yeah but that's okay and I need to pray and that that prayer is so important and I I think so many times I've said, yeah, I'll pray for you. And I do, but it, it, I mean, like on your knees, like really feeling for the other, because we are a body of Christ and we help each other. All of us help one another. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and back, like piggybacking off of what B said, just like, you don't really need to ask God, what is your plan for me? Or like, or what do you want for me? Because the answer is very clear and just lies in what may, might seem like mundane tasks, but it, but they, it really lies in like the love and the joy you give each moment. Mm-hmm. And lastly, that the season you're in is imperative to get to the next season. It is, it's so important that you are in this season. Yeah. And we don't know why, but it is important to be in the season that you're in. So it's, yeah, I just I think I everything that. so good. He delights in all of us and he doesn't forget any of us. And there's no reason to look to the left or to the right or what yeah. they're doing because that doesn't steal from your own um goodness. Yeah. It 
So loving I love it. that, sis. Love it. And I think love that it. that is like, it sounds like such a simple, easy thing, but actually I think what we just talked about is going to be the hardest challenge for our generation and our lifetime because we are inundated with comparison tools at our fingertips mm. that I yes. think that is truly the devil's stronghold is like he wants to steal the piece of our specific situation the piece of our family or whatever because it's so easy for us in this day and age to look to the right and left like you just said and so mm-hmm. I'm really trying to live in that like I, I don't know I've been very convicted in the past few weeks of like nothing what no one says matters and it's really like um dialing into that inner the inner um whisper that is definitely coming Mm -hmm. from from him and from the holy spirit and saying like okay what do you want me to do what brings me the most peace and and who cares about anything else (laughs) oh amen amen keep um yeah keep our podcast and and retreats like on your radar because they're coming it's coming and it's, it's gonna coming and we're, and we're gonna be we're gonna be soon to make announcements and we're yeah. so excited we're just trying to put all the rest of the pieces together in order to um deliver an incredible weekend to you guys so. uh, amazing uh, love it thanks for listening to unraveled podcast to stay a part of the conversation follow us on instagram at unraveled podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast.